0: You are listening to Movie Sucktastic. to the newest episode of Movie suck This is your host, Scott Wilson, uh, editor and co-author of Monster Rally, currently available on Amazon.com. I'm coming to you May 2nd. I'm recording May 2nd, and you'll be listening to this May 3rd when the podcast posts, so I'm effectively transporting my voice through space and time, which is something I do whenever possible. As always, you can check us out at MovieSuckTastic.com, where you can get our links to our tweets, Twitter page, tweet, twit, twiddle, twiddle, uh, our Facebook page, and our movie review blog. We also have a new Movie Sucktastic community blog, uh, our community review site up on lunch.com. So go to lunch.com, check out Movie Sucktastic, and post your own reviews. And if you post reviews that we like, we'll put them on the blog as well, or maybe even the site. Or we'll read them on the show, who knows? You can also contact us directly at the Movie Guys at moviesucktastic.com. Now, those of you listening for, to this podcast for the first time will notice I keep saying "us." That's because this is not just my show. Uh, I share the microphone with Joseph Guida. He's our, my my sidekick. My well, I'm or I'm his sidekick. We're partners, equal. To this, and we're both. This is our show. We do things together. And but lately, he's been busy, and I've been taking over the reins. I. Uh, I've been kind of taking over the show more or less. If you go to moviesucktastic you'll see I kind of played with the banner a bit. I'm trying to make the show mine for a while, at least on the essence that I'm doing more of the work and filling the role for it while Joey's indisposed. But um, there's we got we got problems, and uh, I, I need I need the I'm going to run this by our faithful listeners. Um, Joey was supposed to be here tonight to record with me, and he didn't show up. Now he doesn't do that. And at first, I took it personal. i admit it. I thought maybe he was blowing me off. But I just checked my messages and found that he left me a message earlier. I must have not heard the phone ring. And what I found is kind of disturbing. Um, I'm Instead of trying to explain that, I'm just going to let you listen to it. And, you know, maybe we can dissect this together. So just uh, get my cell phone out here. Um, it'll be a little garbled. garbled. I'm going to hold it up to the microphone. Just listen to this and tell me what you think. Hey, Scott. It's Joey here. Uh... Just want to give you a quick call uh, about the last episode, um, man. I don't know what the hell you're doing. Uh, it's just Michael Manning. Are you kidding me? Michael Manning? Come on. We've been doing this a long time. You gotta know it's not Michael Manning, but Michael Mann. And Jennifer Love Hewitt. Give me a break. It's Jennifer Lopez. I mean, this isn't really why I need discover? you to hear. Uh, uh, I, I'm busy and I, not, can't I can't really in. fast forward through the Come voice on. message, but That's this is not on. really. Yeah, this is all behind-the-scenes stuff, the you know, real technical things between Joy and I. It's boring, really. Uh, but I'm, I'm trying to make my way through this. What I want you to hear is the end of the, the message you left me. So this, this trivial stuff in the background, just just gloss over it. And look, this is what I want you to hear up here. I'm coming up to a road here. It's blocked. It's a big-ass tree. I just don't know what this is. It's kind of... Wait... What is this? This people in blue face—they have bows and arrows. Arrows! Oh, dude, the Russians! I told you, please get me out of the car! Get out of the car! It wasn't go. Now, call me crazy, but at the end there, I'm—I'm I'm hearing other voices, and Joey sounds concerned. So it's—it sounds like he's in trouble of some kind. Well, I took immediate action and googled googled some stuff, uh, trying to figure out what was happening. Uh, I took some keywords I heard in there. Some there was some jabbering phrase in the background, which I thought was just nonsense. Uh, and but I've got my suspicions. Uh, I heard Sky people in there somewhere, and I'm I'm afraid that this I, I'm afraid that Joey might have been abducted. And I've I've we've contacted the authorities, and Joey's wife has been notified, and she's with friends, everything's safe, we got got her on watch, so she's safe, and of course, nobody's getting to the Wilson compound, it's fortified, secure, booby traps, everything, Uh, and even if they got in, they're never going to make it to the attic, I'm safe, don't worry about me, folks, but I think Joey's been kidnapped, and this is my fault, I take full blame for this, by Avatar Fanatics. Now, listen. Rewind this and listen again. You listen in there. I hear distinct phrases in there that make me to, make me believe that lead me to believe that uh, what has happened is the repercussions of our staunch disapproval of the film Avatar, which, as everybody knows, sucked moose balls. Um, I, no, I should, I'm instigating. Well, we had we had a bad review. I had, I had posted a bad review earlier and there was a, a vehem- vehement reaction to it every vit- vitrolic uh, venomous a lot of v words focused on my review uh Joey backed me up and we took a, I took a harder stance against it and pretty much started mocking the fans of avatar which turns out wasn't a good idea now this has been silent lately cuz you know the movie didn't he didn't win the oscars so all the avatar fanatics kind of faded into the background but i guess the release of the dvd just Inspired this, and I've 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 done the math. I'm figuring since the DVD was released last week, the average Avatar fan has probably watched the film at least 14 times, um, making allowances for bathroom breaks, uh, preparing food to eat during the viewing of the film, and uh, sleeping a couple hours every day. I average fourteen times I, I I think the avatar fans have whipped themselves into a frenzy and have gotten to this point where they're 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 taking prisoners they're taking they, they're tired they they're tired of us mocking it, and also because more people uh since the the whole hype has died down have been coming to our side i 'm talking to more and more people now who are like kind of lean over so you know you 're kind of right I mean, I watched it again on the d v d it 's not that good I mean maybe I was just distracted by the three d i don 't know but People were coming around to the idea that avatar just wasn't a good film just all around sucked also if you go to rifttrax dot com you can get you can download the new rift tracks mike nelson and uh kevin murphy they they uh they do the rift tracks the m s t three k stuff they talk a lot it's hilarious go to go to go to rift tracks download that i downloaded that and the happening rift track, excellent. Uh, I'm, but I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, Joey's in trouble. Joey's been kidnapped by Avatar fanatics. Uh, I don't, we don't know where he is. I'm gonna, I'm waiting for some kind of communication. I'm figuring the, I'm figuring since they got him, they know I'm here because I'm the one that made all the nasty comments. So I'm assuming they've got him to get to me, which means it's my fault. And uh, uh, as soon as I get any kind of communications from them regarding what they want to do to Joey. Uh, what they're you know i'm assuming they want some kind of uh barter trade maybe want to trade me for them for him maybe they just want to use him to get to me uh maybe they'll demand a retraction of the review fat chance of that happening uh but we'll keep you posted we'll keep you tuned in uh, i got a feeling this is gonna escalate real quickly um but i really there's not much else to say about it i mean joey's not here and i got this weird message so i I think Joey would want the show to go on, so I'm just going to kind of forget everything about that and just move on to the box office. So, you know, and as everybody knows, the Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake, came out this weekend and did great business. I'm not going to labor on the numbers too much, but, it's, you know, Nightmare, I'm I'm dying to see this. I think it really looks good. I, I've really got hopes for this, and a lot of people are knocking the, the uh, remakes. You know, I know Joey was hoping to see... I'm sorry, Joey is hoping to see this film as well, uh, but it made... Thirty two million opening weekend. Uh estimates. I mean it was top of the box office. Furry Vengeance, which which also opened, that's, you know, six million. It's 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 a stinker. It's not making any money. They're not even you know, it's really kinda hard to even find out how much the money movie costs. I got a feeling, you know, they're taking a bath on this one. And there's not much else to talk about with them. I mean, how to train your dragon, which I'll talk about in a minute. That came in at number two. You got date night at number three, backup plan still hanging in there at four uh, the Losers at 6, Clash of the Titans is still chugging along, Kick-Ass is still doing business, but i got a feeling it's going to fade pretty fast, but it's, it's still made its money. Uh, death at a Funeral ugh, and that Oceans thing is number 10 still. I, I I still don't know who's going to movie theater to watch water. I mean, it, I think it's kind of ironic, too, that I, I can go to the movie theater and watch the movie Oceans with all these serene images of calm waters and, and cl- cl- you know, Clear blue oasises, and then I can come home and watch the footage of the BP oil spill taking over the Louisiana coastline. I think that's I, I think that's quite you know humorous in uh, a sad no uh, actually uh, what's the word I'm looking for depressing that's the word I'm looking for depressing and horrible and really you know just uh, I, I, I do also think it's funny that the rest of the countries around the world are being beset by volcanoes and earthquakes and tsunamis. Meanwhile, America, we, we're pretty much screwing ourselves over. We don't need Mother Nature to kick kick our asses. We're going to flood ourselves out with, with sticky oil uh, and flaming walls of uh, oil coming towards the Louisiana coast, raising gas to 3 or $4 a gallon already, and, and uh, I guarantee you're not going to be able to buy a shrimp next week for less than like $10 a pound. So, yeah, doom and gloom all around. Uh, Joey's probably dead. Uh, you're not gonna be able to find lobster tails anywhere. I mean, it's just there's no good news today, and I, you know there's nowhere else to go with that. I mean, it's 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 almost like the tea parties. Are, tea party people are right. You know, everything's coming down. The 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 curtain has been pulled aside. We're seeing the true masters behind it, and it's all going to hell, folks. So I mean, with that in mind, I, I don't even know if if uh, I should be really doing movie reviews right now. I mean, can we really afford to be doing movie reviews when when we have, you know, viscous oil slicks ravaging our, our uh, wetlands and, uh, you know, war escalating, gas prices skyrocketing, Joey being kidnapped by a bunch of freaks who are obsessed with James Cameron. I mean, you know, where do you go from here? I don't know. Uh, so I, I was going to review How to Train Your Dragon, but I, I got a feeling that the, the I don't know, the feeling is just, it's it's a little different now. We, we need a different tone. So I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to review how to train your dragon but I'm going to channel it through uh I think I need the I need to capture the essence of this whole this angry spirit of America coming through us. So I'm, I'm I'm going to channel I'm going to channel the spirit of Glenn Beck. I'm going to channel the energy, the the the, the paranoid uh anti-socialist pro-patriotic energy. I'm going to channel the energy of Glenn Beck in, in into my being and and through that I will bring to you a review of how to train your dragon. Uh, so let me, let me, I'm not sure how to do this. Let me just concentrate real hard. So hang on, hang, get, hang on tight for a second. Yeah, I can, no, I can do this. No, no, no. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can do this. We, 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 got it. This, this, you're going to hear a real review now because when it comes to movie reviews, what's important isn't the story per se, but the subtext of the story, the, what's hiding behind mm. the facade of the, of the show. Because, you know, the Hollywood, what they're really about is not about selling movies, but selling ideals, selling um, eth- uh, ethos. They're, they're selling us philosophies, and they're doing it in a very subversive way. Now, How to Train Your Dragon is probably the most blatant and chilling example of the indoctrination of America's youth by the liberal elitist Hollywood since Happy Feet. Okay, only this time they aren't using gay penguins to brainwash our children. No, this time they're using fire-breathing dragons. Or should I say, wolves in dragons' clothing. yeah. Because we aren't really dealing with dragons here. See, dragons are being used to represent Middle Eastern terrorists, and this film is trying to convince the young, impressionable minds watching that they should be the that they should be sympathetic towards them. Now, I know many of you are probably shocked by this accusation. Uh, after all, it's just a harmless kids' film, right? Right? And that's what they thought about Pokemon before parents across the country discovered that Pikachu and Squirtle were te- teaching their children how to gamble and they're, they're you know losing their shirts in the school playgrounds there. It, Cartoons are a lot more serious than you think. All right? So let me break it down for you. And there, there might be some spoilers in here. So if you're concerned that I'm going to ruin the ending of a children's cartoon for you, you might have more more, more personal issues than you're aware of. So yeah, deal with it. Now, let's look at the film's opening, which introduces the home country of the film's leading character. Now, I, I believe it's called uh, Burke. Uh, his people are are Norse villagers. And we find them under attack by dragons. Now, right off, it's obvious that this north village is representative of a white, European-originated America. I mean, if you if you want to have a fantasy setting that symbolizes white America, you can't get any whiter than a Nordic warrior tribe, you know? So this village is under attack by dragons. And as I said before, these dragons are meant to represent Middle Eastern terrorists. Now, you might be saying, hey, that's, that's quite a stretch. What gave you such a far-fetched idea? Let me spell it out for you by pointing to a specific detail during the opening. As these dragons are attacking the village, the most powerful of these dragons, the dreaded Night Fury, apparently attack by achieving supersonic speeds and flying into objects in order to destroy them. And the monster, this dragon that the lead hero eventually befriends later, he does so during a spectacular moment during the opening fight sequence when the dragon attacks by flying through one of the Viking Towers. Let me say this again. He attacks them by flying into their tower in an apparent a kamikaze attack, otherwise known as a suicide attack. Now, can, can you think of another moment in our recent history that involved a suicide attacker flying into a tower? Maybe, maybe twin towers. Do, do I need to draw a map here, guys? This is an obvious allusion to the attacks of September 11th, set at the major groundbreak of the film, uh, groundwork for the film. And it's, 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 what they're trying to do is they're attempting to convince the young children watching this film, you know, watching with their immature, malleable minds, that terrorists that would do something like this are not bad people. No, no, no. See, they're just misunderstood. We we just don't, don't, we're not trying to understand them, that's all. It's all downhill from here, folks. The film spends most of its time portraying the Viking warriors who spend all of their time battling the dragons and training their children to battle dragons as ignorant, paranoid warmongers. Sending the children into battle is a major theme of the film. And, uh, you know, as this has been a major argument against the war in Iraq and Afghanistan, the idea of, of the uh, government sending other people's children into combat to die, or to do battle. Uh, so, of course, the focus of the film is on the children wielding weapons and battling these creatures. Uh, no doubt it's a very scary image for any parents accompanying their children to the movie theater. Uh, these Hollywood liberals aren't stupid, you know. See, they're, they're working over the parents as well. As the children with their subversive images they're trying to turn their minds because you know you can't you can't turn the kids without turning the parents too because the the kids have to watch this and then turn to their parents for guidance and the parents seeing the film too say, well i can understand where the child would seek this so they're, they're attacking on several levels here okay now uh so so we have a warmongering nordic tribe under attack by these strange creatures who keep blowing up their buildings and these monsters uh, are coming to them from some mysterious place that the Vikings can't seem to find. You, you know, kind of like a nomadic Taliban or Al-Qaeda tribe that keeps moving from one cave to another so we can't track them. Starting to see the whole picture now? Uh, and and the, the Nordic tribes, they 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 go out to try to find the source, you know, or the cell where these things are coming from, and they can't find them. So, but, but, but wait, here comes the good part. The hero of the story, the young pacifist Viking Hiccup... Uh, doesn't think we should be fighting the dragons. No, no, the dragons aren't bad. They're just misunderstood. If we only got to know the dragons and, and learn what they like and what they're ta- why they're attacking us, then we can convince them not to. And so the whole touchy-feely approach to global conflict, the diplomatic strategy of talking out our problems with those who seem determined to destroy our homes and cripple our economy by burning fields and stealing livestock, which is probably a metaphor for oil, is portrayed as the only rational solution to stopping repeated attacks against your country. I mean, there's a bit of telling dialogue, and I, I believe it's even in the trailers. When Hiccup's father, the, the head Viking warrior, of course, uh, he finds out about his son's ludicrous idea of trying to talk rationally with the monsters attacking them with their incendiary weapons, uh, WMDs, uh, or weapons of massive dragons, maybe. Uh, and of course, he's, his his son is actually conspiring with these creatures that are attacking them so he's, he's almost kind of like a a, a sleeper cell or, or you know he's, he's he's a homegrown terrorist now and the, the father yells at the child incredulously saying that the, the dragons have killed hundreds of their people and and this kid hiccup replies rebelliously says, and we've killed thousands of them now this is an obviously this is obviously a reference to the high death toll exacted by american troops throughout the iraq and afghanistan wars and most likely a specific attack against the unfortunate loss of civilian lives, lives at the hand of American soldiers and private war contractors. And and they are tragic. No one will argue otherwise. Civilian lives being taken during conflict is not something anybody wants or glorifies. But the logic of the film expects our children to buy into the, um, the idea that the sad reality of innocent lives being lost in necessary combat situations, somehow makes us the unreasonable and more barbaric side in the conflict. Are you starting to see the lengths that this film is going in order to brainwash American children against the current war taking place uh, against subversive American-hating terrorist cells? Of course, the children swoop in and save the day at the end of the film, using the dragons, i.e. their new terrorist allies, to defend, to defeat the cause of all this senseless battle, the big bad dragon forcing all the other poor dragons to do all those bad things that have caused us to misunderstand them because they didn't want to attack uh, us or the Norse tribe of Berk. They, they were forced to, but this because of this one huge dragon who made them do it. Otherwise, it would attack them. So they, they're just acting in their own best interest, which is apparently good, but when the Norse are acting in their own best interest, that's bad. You see, You see the twisted logic here? Uh now whom does this big bad dragon at the end symbolize? It could be Saddam Hussein, Osama bin Laden, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. Uh could be, but but you know, but knowing the liberal elite in Hollywood, the way they think this monstrous deus ex machina probably symbolizes something more abstract and touchy-feely like I don't know, intolerance or bad karma. But but whatever it represents, all it takes it is its destruction for the Vikings-slash-Americans to live in perfect peace and harmony with the Dragons-slash-Middle Eastern terrorists. And if you're willing to buy that, I've got a health care plan I'd like to sell you. Now, I know it's scary to think that your children are being subjected by this kind of mindless, illogical indoctrination by a group of fantasy-filled lefties with no real comprehension of how the real world really works, but but don't worry. Yes, your children are being bombarded by these kind of subversive, anti-American messages on a regular basis but your kids will eventually see through it because your kids are smarter than that. Your average five-year-old is smarter than the liberal Hollywood elitists. And if your kids are especially bright, they're probably going to be interested in what G. Gordon Liddy has to say about securing their financial future in the upcoming Gold Line commercial. So just listen closely for that. Oh, phew. Oh, that hurt. Remind me never of the channel Glenn Beck again. Um, Wow. Well, apart from what I just said uh, about the movie, it is actually a very well-written film. Um, it's it's very it's up won the Oscar for best animated feature, rightfully so. And while I don't think How to Train Your Dragon is going to get an Oscar, not as well. What you're seeing is a lot of these film uh, animated features coming out that are deliberately paced, and they're really focused on developing characters and stories, and ideas, and it's really nice to see it, an animated feature that has more real sense of story structure than most of the films coming out uh, over the summer. And the, the writing is superb. The dialogue is great. There's some really... And the, 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 the intention isn't just focused on Hiccup. There's uh, other scenes with the father... Uh, what was his name? Um, oh, Joey would know if he was only here. Hang in there, Joey. Uh, oh, yeah, it was Stoic. Stoke the Vast. And there's scenes with the father, and there's there's a lot of sub-themes going on, because it's not just about war, and it's not just about understanding, but it's also about the that uh, father-son relationship, and about children living up to the adult's ideals, and about children making their own future. There's really a lot going on in the film, and it, it does that without being overly burdened by it. There are no truly sappy scenes, maybe one or two minor, but like nothing really overly melodramatic that just makes you cringe nothing too syrupy sweet uh, I'm not familiar with the original book that the movies trans translated from uh but I mean if it's anything like the movie, it's definitely worth reading I mean for your kids i'm not I'm not promoting adults reading kids' books anymore every time I see a forty year old reading Harry Potter, I always want to slap him silly uh, or twilight i'm i'm sorry you know i'm sure you can rationalize it but basically if if our if our adults are reading kids books then what's happening to, to to um literacy in america uh but it was a good film. I, I highly recommend it. Uh, we usually talk about bad movies here, but uh, I saw it a double feature with Hot Tub Time Machine, and Hot Tub, that was a good, that was a funny film, too. And it's very, Hot Tub Time Machine is very, uh, it's centered on the now. It's really not, the, you can tell when watching the film, they weren't concerned about making a film that would be remembered 30 years from now as like a classic. They're just making, they just wanted to make something funny that you could watch now and enjoy. And it's, it's really refreshing to watch a comedy that you know is it, just trying to entertain now and not trying to entertain 10 years from now or entertain till the sequel now, I, knew, I know I usually touch on bad movies. This is Movie Sucktastic, however. But honestly, in the last couple of weeks, I've been so busy doing uh, proofreading and uh, writing and interviews and such that I really haven't much time to take in bad movies. I took in a couple of good ones accidentally, and I wasn't trying to watch a good movie. It just happens now and then. But, uh, I mean, the, now, something I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, I was we were tipped to it by Sean Philip Hines, Esquire, and if you go to our... Movie Facebook page, you'll see the trailer for it. Actually, no, I take that back, too. The trailer's actually on the Movie site. We put it in the special section on the front page. Uh, It's called The Human Centipede, and it's got to be one of the most disgusting films coming out this year, and I cannot wait to see it. If you haven't heard about it, the basic plot is that a a mad German doctor, (laughs) what other kind of German doctor is there, has kidnapped these two girls and and a man, and his Goal is to perform this experimental surgery that will create an atrocity that he calls the human centipede, and the idea is he wants to graft. The, well, you know it's kind of disgusting. I don't know if I can give it. Full, he wants to. He wants. Um, he wants to. Let me. Let me try to say this medically. He wants to create one self-contained gastrointestinal pathway through all three people. Now, if your mind's not wrapping around that, I suggest you go to Movie Sucktastic and watch the trailer. And the trailer does kind of show, even show you a diagram in the trailer because the whole, it's it's not about the end results, about the journey. And it this looks horribly disgusting, and it, just, it takes me back to the old days of, of uh, make them die slowly and uh, and you know necromantic, just horrible, horrible, disgusting films that you just you hate yourself for watching the next morning. But, God damn it, they're fun. And you've you really got to check it out. Uh, check out the... From what I've heard, it's actually available for video on demand from IFC, if you have that capability through your cable channel or what have you. There's also this other one, Serbian Film, which the trailer's on Hulu. That looks really good. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i recommending good movies again. I really got to get out of this habit. I could go on, but I'm, I'm trying to keep these episodes down to about half an hour, so... It, you know, as, as I progress, I'll probably be trying to squeeze more and more into half an hour. Maybe I'll go to 45 minutes. But as long as I'm doing this weekly, I'm going to keep it short. And you guys don't want to spend two hours listening to me babble by myself. If Joy was here, I'm sure we'd do it back and forth. But we'll keep it short and sweet. I gave you your movie review for the week, which is How to Train Your Dragon. I gave you the Glenn Beck edition um, with postscript notes by myself. And you can also go to our blog and read the text version of that which we posted shortly if it's not there yet if you hear this first you can give it a day you know forward that if you like um hopefully i will be reviewing nightmare on elm street the remake for the next podcast but you know i can never really predict what i've seen iron man 2 might be up there too uh hopefully i don't have to get bad reviews in either of those and i'll try to squeeze in uh, a minor bad review as well i'm uh, i'll aim for two reviews an episode at this point, I can't promise anything, especially with with Joey gone and this whole maybe Joey's dead, maybe Joey's you know has Joey been kidnapped by Avatar extremists? It's kind of got things a little out of whack here. I'm, I'm trying to work around this, and if I have to give you updates on Joey's you know health and whereabouts as well as give movie reviews, things are gonna get really tight. Uh, so if you're out there and you know Joey or you like Joey on the show, just just cross your fingers for him. I'll try to post updates on the Facebook Movie Sucktastic page as well. So try to check up there. And if you, if anybody out there sees Joey or you know hears anything about it, let us know, and just let us know he's okay. And and if I get any communications, I'll let you know. So um, this episode is dedicated in loving memory of Joseph Guida, uh, wherever he is. And Joey, if you're listening to this, um, come back soon because I really haven't gotten the hang of this editing stuff 100. percent I got some questions I need to ask about uh, the mixing part. I mean, I'm doing okay. You're, you're hearing this; it's it's not bad. But you know, I could use the input, and, and also you have my copy of the Tim Conway movie. Uh, this, they wanted that away and that away, and I do need that back because someone else wants to borrow it. Uh, but otherwise, you know, hang in there, man. And you know, wherever you, Joey, wherever you are, I will find you. So just hang in there. And for everybody else listening, you know, uh, have a good week, and I'll see you next weekend. This is Movie Sucktastic.